Benny. The orchestra opens the program in the 6-8 tempo with a medley of old favorites. saves his customers many dollars and a lot of worry because he is a factory-trained expert. Attending these factory schools regularly, they keep posted on the newest and latest fire development. There is no guesswork in the general tire dealer's service. He knows the right tire to put on and the correct air pressure to carry. When you put this factory-trained knowledge behind the tire of general high quality, you have a combination that means the longest, safest, and most economical mileage you can buy. comedian, a uh, funny comedian, Jack Benny. Thank you. Hello some more. This is Jack Benny, your Hollywood reporter, coming to you with all the late news reports with the courtesy of the Hollywood Close-Up. Sees all, knows all, and brings out your defects. Let's go. Beverly Hills, California. The Bing Crosby's are pod parents of twins. They now have three boys and are the Marx Brothers worried. <laughs> hey, that's a good laugh to start with, isn't it? <laughs> the little Crosbys were born in the b b b blue of the night. And Bing was seen giving everybody a Karuna's cigar. It's the best I can do with that. Ocean Park, California. There's a rumor that Guy Kibbe was seen here going around with Joan Blondell. But don't worry, folks. It was a merry-go-round. They each had a different horse. Are you thrilled? Sam Goldwyn, California. Eddie Cantor, famous stage and screen comedian, gave a big dinner at his home last night. Who is that, Jack? Just I and the girls. That was enough. <laughs> there is no truth to the report that caviar was served at that dinner. It was just freckles on the waiter's hand. That's what fooled us, huh? Who's this, California? What great screen star was seen on what night with what director in whose car? And what did he say when he said, Little man, what now? Yes, who cares? Holly's in second base. 
one now, Jack. Who wants to read one? Go ahead. Huh? Uh, Beverly Hills Cooper, famous queen star. Is that way about Mary Livingston? Is that the first Mary? No, but I hope he's listening in. Hmm, nice girl. Nice girl, huh? Nice girl. She is blowout proof, non-skidding, and has the patented low-pressure construction. Well, you can't stop that. Have you got one to read, Jimmy? Yeah. My middle name is Love. That's the truth, folks. Play, Jimmy. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hey, do I go to work tonight? Who is this? 
<laughs> oh, yes, our murder mystery, of course. Is your wife at home? I'll see. Oh, Minnie. <laughs> She's home. Come over right away, both of you, and go to work. I need you. Goodbye. And now, ladies and gentlemen, continuing with our mystery. The Stooge murder case, or who killed Mr. Stooge? Now, to you people who have been following this horrible mystery, I say hang on. But to you who have foolishly neglected it by attending to your business, I will describe what has gone on so far. Mr. J. Gafilto Stooge, of the famous Radio Stooges, was murdered on the night of June 15th in his villa on the Rue de Laozé, which strangely reminds us of this mystery. <laughs> and the only clues we have so far are six shots found in a bottle in Mr. Stooge's hip pocket and a jar of goldfish that won't talk. Say, Mary, have you any clues? No, just a run in my stocking. Now, what was the motive behind this murder? It was not homicide. It was not suicide. Maybe it was herpicide. Mary, go down by the seaside and pull a permanent wave over your head. Hmm? <laughs> we will continue this mystery right after the next number, which will be sung by Philo Parker, the thin man. Play Officer Donovan. <laughs>
That was Frank. That was Frank Pinkerton singing "A Pretty Girl Is Like a Melody," a melody from the Ziegfeld Follies. And now, and now for that battle of wits with the underworld. Who killed Mister Sue? Does crime pay? No, but cream does. It's fourteen cents a bottle. <laughs> place in Sergeant O'Hare's office in the 110th Precinct Police Station. Or maybe I was transferred by now, I don't know. Curtain, play Mr. G. Where's Officer Clancy? Uh, the judge gave him 10 days for vacancy. Well, get him out. After all, he's a policeman. Okay, give me the key. Fine, locking up our own people. No money in that. Uh, oh, Clancy. Yeah? Come out now, Tip. Hmm, Clancy, what are we in for? Oh, nothing. I was walking my beat for two weeks and nothing happened, so I was arrested for loitering. Yeah, well, keep out of those neighborhoods. Clancy, we received thousands of letters from indignant taxpayers who are fervently looking for a conviction in the Sue's murder case. What do you mean, fervently? I don't know. That's what's worrying me. Now, listen, Clancy, I want you to bring in every crook in town. Get going. Okay, Sarge, I'll need some help. All right, how many patrol wagons have we? Four. Take three and leave me one. I'm going out stepping tonight. <laughs> now, get going. Answer that, Miss Donahue. Hello? 110th Precinct Police Station. Yes. He did? What time did it happen? Hmm. You don't say. Is he still there? What? No. All right, you bet I will. Goodbye. What was that? I don't know. I guess I had the wrong number. <laughs> I'll take that next phone, Miss Donahue. Hello? Hello, Sergeant O'Hare speaking. Who? O'Hare, O'Hare. I never do get that name. O'Hare, what is, what is it a bald-headed man hasn't got? Dandruff. <laughs> All right, then, this is Dandruff talking. What do you want? A man was murdered here seven weeks ago. Now, what are you going to do about it? Don't be so impatient. We've been working our fingers to the bone. Oh, shooting craps, eh? You little mind reader. Listen, what are you going to do about this dead man? Well, as Hawkshaw once said, leave it to me. And as Shakespeare once said... Shell fruit to be. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Why, this is an outrage. They can't do this to me. I'll call up the commissioner at once. I'll see the commissioner about this. Come on, come on now. Get inside. Get inside, all of you. What's this, Fancy? I cleaned up every free lunch counter, pool room, and park bench in town. They're all suspicious characters. It looks like the gang have been trying to round up for weeks. Look at those faces. Which one of you is the leader? I am, and this is my orchestra. Get Wait a minute, I've got a hunch. Nobody leave this room. Oh, Miss Donahue. Yes, Sarge. Get me Oxford, 3131. Okay. Operator, get me Gladstone, 9473. I asked for Oxford, 3131. Well, this is the best way to get it. <laughs> Hello? Here you are, babe. Hello? Hello, who is this? Police headquarters, Sergeant O'Hare speaking. Who? O'Hare, O'Hare. I'm not catching the name. Oh, Oh, hey, what have you got on your head? My brother. We're acrobats. <laughs> Wrong number. Goodbye. Oh, Sarge. What is it, Clancy? What about this tough-looking egg over here? Maybe he knows something. He does look pretty suspicious of that. Where did you find him? Oh, hanging around the studio. Oh, yeah? Come here, you. What's your name? Phil Baker. Got your gang with you, eh? What do you know about this dude's murder case? 
Why, Jack, this is embarrassing. I was just sitting out front watching your program. Don't give me that stuff. What do you know about the food murder case? Nothing. And neither do you. <laughs> Where were you on the night of June 15th at 8 o'clock? In Chicago at the armor plant where you can buy the finest hams, the finest... Stop, big stop, big stop. Why? Why? You can't mention armor here. Why not? There are more features to the general tire than any other tire on the market. It's the low pressure that makes generals blow-out proof, and they can be purchased on convenient terms to the general tire dealer. I guess we're even, Baker. Not yet. I came up here to get that ten bucks you borrowed from me at the Davis Theater in Pittsburgh. Don't evade the issue. Why did you kill Mr. Sue? Don't evade the ten bucks. Why didn't you write when you promised to? Nick, Phil, you're clapping the mystery. What mystery? I want my ten bucks. He'll give it to you next week, Phil. He just paid off 30 hours. Quiet, Miss Donahue. Fancy, who's that other egg over there? No, he came in with Baker. Yeah, come here, you. What's your name? My name is Bottle, sir. Bottle, eh? Your name is Bottle. What's your first name? Nicholas Murray. Nicholas Murray Bottle, I think. You know who I am, don't you? Oh, yes, yes. Jack Wynn, the pie chief. Bottle, why didn't you save that one for our program? Quiet, sir. I'm not working for you now. Attaboy, Bottle. Now, wait a minute, you. My name is O'Hare, Sergeant O'Hare. Glad to know you, Sergeant. Uh, what's that name, sir? O'Hare, O'Hare. What have you got in your head? Uh, Mr. Bustling. Oh, I'm going to have trouble with you, too. Ah, what is it? What are you laughing at, Bottle? What is it? It was funny when that gentleman over there said Banjo. Now listen, you two. I've had enough of this. My name is O'Hare. Get off the O'Hare. Who was that? That's Beetle, Jack. Oh, Beetle, eh? Oh, we're hoarded here, too. Now listen, Beetle. Do you know who killed Mr. Sood? Yes, I do. Who did it? <laughs> this crew will be continued next Friday night. To try and solve this mystery, your guess is as good as ours. Play Beetle, Bottler, Jimmy. Stick around, Phil. We'll have some fun later on the program. You haven't got another bottle with you, have you? Huh? Got another bottle? Huh? Oh, play, All right, play. <laughs>
Ben, played by Jimmy Greer and his officer. Well, what do we do now, Phil? You know, you can't leave me flat now that you've butted in here. I don't care, Jack. It's great to see you again and talk over old times. Sure is. Remember the fun we had a few years ago in Kansas City when I was there playing the Orpheum Theater and, and you were laying off? Yeah. <laughs> you remember in Chicago when it was vice versa? <laughs> what vice versa? That was the palace. That's right. But, Phil, will you ever forget that theater we played together in St. Paul? We were on the same bill together. Oh, sure. Yeah. Remember my name was in lights and you were taking to the manager? Yep, your name was in lights, all right. Yes, sir. And, Jack, do you remember after your second joke, your name came down and they put Mickey Mouse up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Say, what's Mickey Mouse doing now, Phil? Oh, he's making another comedy picture. See, that's funny. Here we are, the three of us in Hollywood, making pictures. Yep, huh? Mickey Mouse and the two rats. <laughs> Say, Jackie used to play pretty good fiddle in those days. Are you still playing it? You mean violin. Well, it was fiddle in those days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I still play it occasionally. Do you still use your accordion? Oh, once in a while. I bet the audience can't guess what they're going to do. <laughs> Not much. Say, Phil. What? How about you and me playing a little violin and accordion number? You know, for old times' sake. Sure, I'll be glad to. I told you, Bottle. Oh, sure. They've been rehearsing it all week. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what folks would like to hear. Any number at all. Love thy neighbor. Humoresque. Okay. Doesn't make any difference what you call. We'll play humoresque. Humoresque. Is that it, Phil? Yeah. Uh, how, does it, how does that go, humoresque? Humoresque? Uh, wait a minute. Now, uh, uh, love that, what do they want? Humoresque or love thy neighbor? Huh? Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor? Um, let's, how does it go? Let's play... Uh, what? How does it go, love thy neighbor? Love thy Never neighbor. Never mind the truth. How does love thy neighbor go? Dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. Oh, love thy neighbor. Dum, da, dum, da, dum. Well, give me A. And, uh, give
Broadcasting Company. 